Welcome to the JPR Group Podcast, brought to you by the JPR Group of Baird Private Wealth Management. We're dedicated to bringing our clients, colleagues, and centers of influence the latest in wealth strategies, ideas, and information to keep you informed and confident. Also, listen in on conversations with industry leaders and interesting people from around the country that are changing the landscape of their businesses. This is the JPR Podcast. Welcome back to the JPR podcast. We are with Julie White for part two of our interview. So uh, welcome back, Julie. Thanks. Great to be with you, Sean. We had a conversation last time, if you missed it, around uh, philanthropy and uh, being a good board member. uh, And that went into a lot of other topics. Uh, But today, while I've got Julie, one of the things she's been working on with our company um, recently is around business owners and disruption that's been created by COVID-19. And there's just a lot of planning opportunities. Um, we've got um, Julie actually yesterday recorded with some other experts, some information around this topic. And we're going to be sharing that video too, in conjunction with our podcast. But just, you know, as we look at business owners, there's a lot of things that has happened Um that's affected their business, but there's also a lot of opportunities and more proactive things to be thinking about. So, um, yeah, so I'm just going to turn it over there and let you talk a little bit, Julie, about what you're working on and the things you see uh, that are opportunities for business owners. Great. Thanks, Sean. And yes, just, uh, you know, hats off to all the business owners that are out there. Uh, This has been truly a time where you've stood in the fire of uh, what it means to be a business owner. And hopefully, as you're looking past survival aspects, uh, whether it's through PPP loans and starting to get things back and rolling again, you can start to take a little bit longer midterm vision of really how you come through this, what the future looks like, how you survive and thrive in the future. But it's also really an important time to look at that intersection between the planning you do for your business and the impact it has on your personal financial situation. And no matter how you've been impacted by this crisis, your reaction to these changes and proactive planning is gonna play a really critical role in how your future unfolds. This is the most important time ever to plan so that your business has the best chance of supporting your personal financial goals. Even if your goals and very likely your timing of things is really changing and evolving as you go through it. And Sean, you know, I know the work that you and your team does with clients always starts with what are their personal goals? What are they trying to accomplish? What do they want their future to look like? And uh, having some realistic um, expectations about that and how those might've been changed by this is the place we start to really look at what that planning opportunity that's created now needs to start to look like. Yeah, earlier you and I were talking about like some real specific, you know, business owner things as far as um, just even people being able to look at Roth conversions because of income being down. So what are what are a few of those two or three things that you're you know talking about, especially with S Corp, which is, you know, I think the majority of our clients. What, what are some things that you see as, as far as personal planning opportunities? Yeah, I think you have to be realistic about what type of income you're going to be a take out of your business, whether that's as a salary or, or you know, through just S-corp earnings and 
start to look at projections for 2020 of what your tax picture is going to look like. And if you're in the likely scenario where it's really going to be a down year, then that is a perfect time to do some planning like a Roth conversion. That's the time that you'd most want to do that, combined with the fact that probably the value of your IRA is down also. Uh, we're seeing a lot of those, and uh, because the market's so volatile, we're doing a lot of dollar cost averaging into a Roth conversion. So if we want to get it all out or set them out, out by the end of the year, maybe taking a fraction of that out every month between now and the end of the year so you're not trying to time one specific point in this really volatile market. Uh, the other thing that we need to know from business owners is their cash needs. So we may be, um, have a, a portfolio for them that we're managing for the long term and they haven't really needed to access that for current cash needs, but this environment may have created a change to that. So we really need to know if in the next couple of years they see their cash needs changing as it relates to the portfolios that you're managing for them. So that's just some things to keep in mind um, if you're a business owner of how your personal planning really intersects that business planning. Yeah, we've even done some things recently around um, large um, charitable contributions and then tying that to a Roth conversion. So you're using that charitable deduction to offset the income from the Roth conversion. So I think, you know, being proactive and just looking, knowing your client, knowing, you know, what their heart's desire is, is helpful because then you can lead them, you know, a certain direction. Um, from an estate planning standpoint, what are you seeing out there for business owners, you know, right now, whether it's your average owner or even, uh, you know, a lot of times we're seeing, you know, owners in their 60s and 70s. Sure. Yeah, the 2020 should go down in history as the perfect storm to optimize estate planning, especially for higher net worth clients. Uh, a few years ago, we were given a gift with the uh, uh, estate exemption going up. Right now, it sits at 11580000 In the law now, is uh, it will be cut in half in 2026, so we know that's coming. There's a lot of sentiment growing that that's going to happen before then. Um, but that combined with right now low interest rates, which is important when you look at a lot of planning techniques and low valuations, all those together create this unique environment for us really to set up estate planning tools to pass on a great deal more uh, in a tax-free situation than what we could have ever done before. So we're looking at family limited partnerships, uh, GRATs, intentionally defective trust, charitable remainder trust, or even just using your annual exclusion. Uh, this, it, we know this is the best it's gonna get, and it could be a pretty short window. Um, the other thing that really starts to impact is income tax planning. As we see trillions of dollars uh, come being in stimulus bills, those are gonna have to be paid back somehow. And it's not gonna be in 2020 or 2021, but uh, income tax increases have to be on the horizon to start to pay for this. So uh, things that we can do now that set that business owner up for uh, optimization of both state and, and federal taxes in the future is great. Uh, so there's never been a better time. But the most important thing is that, um, strategy, the old Peter Drucker, you know, um, culture eats strategy for breakfast every day. The same thing's really true in estate planning. So 
as technicians, you know, we can come up with on paper a plan that works great. It's going to just save all these taxes. It's wonderful. But the, we ha can't look past the culture of the family and to make sure it doesn't create unintended consequences for the family that create dysfunction, hard feelings, or don't follow really what the outcome is that the clients want. So we really spend a lot of time talking to families about, okay, here's what's going to happen because of this estate planning technique. From a tax standpoint, it works great, but the impact is like in a family limited partnership, the impact is that all your children are going to be tied together for financially forever from the assets that go into this. So um, how do we best prepare them for that? Will that work in your family? So there's a lot of family dynamic considerations that have to be at the forefront of any estate planning discussion. What I've found is I think a lot of um, business owners, even if they've done their estate plan in the last three or four years, feel like they're in good shape. But you know the, the CARES Act and some of the things happen towards the end of the year have really changed that, especially around the IRA, the 10-year rule with IRA distributions to um, non-spouses. And there's just a lot of things that changed. So I think now is as good a time as any to, to look back at the estate plan, reach out to your estate planning attorney and professionals just to see, you know, is the plan that I set up a few years ago still the plan that I want today? One of the I other things, is one of the other things um, around um, tax planning is we've seen a real resurgence, even though we're in somewhat of a low tax environment right now, a real resurgence with cash balance plans. Um, mm -hmm. Probably over the last five or six years, we've set up, you know, 10 to 20 of those for individuals and have just been blown away at how much money, especially older high income earning people can put into uh, these plans on an annual basis. So and like you were saying, you know, the, the tax situation is likely not to stay the same. Um, so some of those things are, are going to even become more attractive as we go down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not quite along the lines of estate planning, but is in, in some ways, and that's by sell agreements. So if you're in a business and, and you're not the sole owner of the business, this is a really good time to pull out, hopefully you have a buy-sell agreement if you don't get one, uh, to make sure you're taking a look at that. Uh, first of all, make sure you really understand what situations it covers. Does it cover death, uh, disability, voluntary withdrawal from the business? What are all those situations? How's the business gonna be valued under the terms of that buy-sell? And do you still think that's valid? Is it up to date? Um, is there funding in place for the buy-sell and for all those circumstances? And most importantly, who could potentially be your new partners and owners with you in that business? And is that who you really want? So um, in the past several decades that I've worked with business owners, I would say well over two thirds of buy-sell agreements are not, not set up to accomplish what the owners really intended for them to, either because they're not kept up to date, aren't properly funded, or were never set up right to start with. That's great. That's a great point. It's a, it's a topic you hear talked about, but very seldom do you see it really put into place well. So that's a great, great idea there. Well, I know you and I could talk forever on planning topics. You know, these are some things that um, 
if a client has individual questions, um, Julie and I'd be happy to get on the phone and talk to you about that. Or if you're a center of influence or a CPA listening in, we definitely would, would love the opportunity to share some of these topics for your clients. Julie, before, before you go though, I, I never, I always like to get uh, some wisdom from people when I can. So any current books or podcasts that you, over the past few months that you've, you'd want to recommend to the listeners? Sure. Well, mainly I've been reading a lot of tax code and updates or all that. So that's uh, riveting reading. Uh, but <laughs> uh, podcasts are definitely uh, Peter Zion, uh, who's a geopoliticist. Uh, and now he's very prolific publishing about every day, but he has a good view of the global economy. I like Peter's work because it's all fact-based. It's like, this is just, yeah, you can't really argue with it. And a lot of the trends he predicted over the last few years are being accelerated and are coming true. So I think he gives just a good view of global impact of this, also from a geopolitical standpoint. Um, just um, one of my favorite, he's a psychotherapist, but Viktor Frankl had just gone back and read some of his work from the past, rereading it really around the meaning of happiness. It's, he has some of my very favorite quotes. He was in Auschwitz. Uh, and really looked at who was surviving the concentration camps, who was able to look outside of their circumstances. One of my favorite quotes of him is, um, the last of human freedom is the ability to choose one attitude in a given set of circumstances. And when you're no longer able to change a situation, then we're just challenged to change ourselves. So just, uh, I think he's an inspiration. Uh, a man's search for meaning is that yes, is that that's, that's his right. book right it's one of his that famous his books book. yeah. yeah he died like in the late 1990s but i just think he's uh, a lot of wisdom that applies to this time about when we're in this never been here before have no control of our circumstances what do we really have control over is the most important thing and that's the pursuit of happiness and the meaning in our individual lives um, the last book I read uh, actually just came out in April, and it's by uh, you know a, a close friend of Baird, and that's Tom Bullet. Uh, and it's the story uh, any business owner should read it. Uh, it's called Bulletproof. Get it on Amazon. But um, I knew some of the challenges Tom had faced in his life, but it's a story of just faith and resilience, and uh, just amazing the challenges that he. Uh, went through, overcame, and the attitude that he still has. Uh, talked to him a couple of weeks ago, even with this, and still total positive attitude. It's just, you know, resilience. We'll get through it. And, um, so it's a very encouraging book, especially for business owners. That's great. Those are uh, two uh, great resources. And Peter, is it Z-E-I-H-A-N? Or, is that right? Z-I-E, Z-I-E-H-A-N. Okay, great. Uh, one last question. What advice would you give to a younger Jalee, knowing, uh, <laughs> knowing what you know now? What, what advice would you give yourself? Your gut was right all along. Uh, all of the things that I didn't do um, were doubting myself and not trusting my gut when I was right. Um, so, you know, trust yourself, trust the gut. You've got, you've got good a good feeling for things and you should just go with it and have confidence that your, uh, your gut's telling you the right way to go. Mm, that's great. 
Well, Jaleen, thank you so much for being with us again. Um, this is, you know, as I said, part two of the interview, and I appreciate your wisdom and your friendship over the years. So thank you so much. Right back at you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You may visit our website at thejprgroup.com for more information about our team or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to speak to a financial advisor on our team, please contact our office at 270-467-9664. We hope to hear from you soon. This podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The information is considered to be from reliable sources, but its accuracy is not guaranteed. The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and guest and are not necessarily those of Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc. Baird does not offer tax or legal advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc., a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.